When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jeff Howe's Longhorn Notebook. A Longhorn Notebook brought to you, as always, by Aaron Bowersock. She is your Longhorn lender. Bowersockteam.com is where you need to go let Aaron and her team do the same thing for you that she did for Craig and Linda when they made the move to Georgetown, made that home loan process seamless and easy. You can have the same treatment going to Bowersockteam.com. Aaron Bowersock, she is your Longhorn lender. Joining us on the Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina Hotline, as he does most Fridays when he's not taking vacation, or I'm sure he's having a problem keeping his pants on today since it is NHL trade deadline day. Uh, we won't get too deep into that, but when he's not doing that, he is on the road providing the best recruiting coverage in the Texas market along with Hudson Standish at Horns 24-7. Get him on Twitter at Mike Roach 247. Also, that State of Recruiting podcast. If you're a Longhorn Blitz podcast subscriber, you already get it, but if you're not, make sure you go to just type in Horns 24-7. That's Horns 247. Anywhere you get your podcasts, click that follow button to get every episode of the State of Recruiting podcast when it drops. He is the recruiting editor at Horns 24-7. He is Mike Roach. Mike, how excited are you for trade deadline day in the National Hockey League? Uh, it feels like all the trades have been done. Uh, it kind of it kind of popped off in the last couple of weeks. I don't know if it's going to be too exciting today. The Stars made a move last night, so was was happy about that. But, yeah, I mean, uh, see what comes by the end of the day. So your pants are on right now. You're You're good. You're good for right now. They are. They're they're on. I'm getting dressed, about to leave. So yeah, I, I promised my wife I would not leave the house without pants on. That's that's always a good policy. Don't think I haven't threatened my wife with that one or two times, but that's always the best policy. Mike, I want to start with this. You've been on the road a, a lot this week, and and if you follow Mike on Twitter, you know that he's been out to various high schools. Um, just random question about North Crowley, Mike. It just seems like they're starting to. I know you know they had Samaje Burrell and and Camorian Pimpton, and, and they've had some guys, but it seems like they've got a really good group of underclassmen. Uh, and I know you used to to live like five minutes from North Crowley. Is it just population growth that North Crowley is is starting to blow up a little bit, or is it just that they're finally able to keep kids in that school that are actually supposed to be going to that school? They're not transferring elsewhere. That's a little of both, I would say. Um, I, I think it is important to note that, um, you know, they've done a great job keeping kids there. You know, a lot of times those kids in Fort Worth end up at places like Lido. And, uh, you know, once uh, the, even the last coaching staff that was there before this one started to turn that around where they were keeping their kids at home, there's also been an explosion of growth in that North Crowley area, which was pretty rural but now it's it's you know developing into a lot of housing out there so a lot of kids uh, a lot of families moving into that area and you know they're turning into almost like a uh, you know they're not there yet it's, it's probably unfair to paint them this way but they're almost turning into like a Duncanville but for but for the Fort Worth side of the Metroplex like a, a school that I think could really take over in that area. Mike, whether it's North Crowley or, or anywhere you've been recently, give me a couple prospects that, that really have jumped out to you. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, North Crowley's got a ton. I tweeted about them, felt like, all day yesterday and a couple more this morning. Um, in fact, you know, this time of year, I it feels so far off that I like meeting the really young kids that we're going to be tracking for the next couple of years. So yesterday I met uh, a move-in that North Crowley had gotten from Fort Worth Eastern Hills um, that, uh, that that was a freshman uh, standout for Eastern Hills and, and looks amazing, about 6'3", 185, and Aaron Bradshaw uh, in the 2026 class is definitely one uh, to, to pencil in and, and keep an eye on his name. Uh, McKinney is loaded. I, I I was out at McKinney the other day. They've got uh, a bunch of kids I, I really like in the 2025 class, including uh, you know Zadian Gentry and uh, Riley Pettyjohn, uh, a corner and, and a linebacker. So um, you know it's 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 a really I think 24 is kind of a little bit of a down year in Texas um, at the top. I think 25 and 26 are going to come and bounce back really strong. Okay, with piggybacking off that, Mike, how do you think that changes uh, the 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 trajectory, maybe the class size for Sark and company, or maybe is it is it a good thing that they've constructed this roster the way they have, where maybe in a down year now this is the year where maybe they're set up to to take a, a smaller class and can maybe focus more on not that they don't focus on quality anyway, but maybe the twenty four class for Texas maybe will be more about quality than quantity. Yeah, I do think it, it may be a smaller group. Um, and it's not to say there's not talent in 24. I just don't think it's as strong at the top. Um, but I think that uh, it would make sense after taking two pretty decently sized classes in the last two years, that maybe this is the year that you, uh, you know, scale back a little bit and, and it'd be a bit more selective at some spots. Maybe you're only taking a class of 21 or 22 or something like that. So, um that, that that would make a lot of sense to me. I think that this staff, if they can't find the talent they want in state, regardless, they're going to go out of state. I mean, they, they've just proven they can recruit there. They're you know they're they're already surging. I think with some really strong out of state prospects. So, um, I, you know, I think that whether they can do it in state or out of state, they feel confident they can fill the roster either way. So, Mike, I, I know that uh, man, you're hitting, you're going right to my transitions, Mike. So this is uh, this is good stuff. I don't know if we've got ESP today or what, but uh, it's 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 good how it's flowing right now. We know that this staff wants to recruit, can recruit, has recruited Southern California, uh, given Sark's ties there and some other guys on the staff. We know that with the, some of the guys they have on staff, they can go into SEC country and recruit the Southeast. Do you think it doesn't get talked about enough? An underrated aspect of the reach this staff has is between you know Pete Kwiatkowski and Jeff Choate and then Kyle Flood, that they can really go into the Pacific Northwest and then go back kind of in the Northeast and really you know get into New Jersey and get a maybe, I'm not saying they're ever going to load up there or make that a super priority, but they can snag an elite prospect or two from those parts of the country where maybe we've never really seen a Texas staff that can do that on a consistent basis. Yeah, you know, them going in and getting guys like, uh, Cedric Baxter last year. They've gone into areas where they haven't traditionally had a ton of success against teams that they really haven't had a ton of success against in the past and won those recruitments. So it makes me think they can kind of go anywhere and, and do a little bit of anything. I mean, I think they've kind of blown the doors off. I don't, I think if we look at it right now because of the way the recruitment played out and how long it was, I think everybody. 
kind of looks at Arch Manning and was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. But go back to before Arch Manning was really talking about Texas being a contender and try to put yourself in the mindset of considering them the front runner and contender for the schools in that in that sweepstakes. You know, I think that they've proved on a, on a number of, of kids that they've been able to uh, to recruit effectively. So I, I do think they can go just about anywhere in the country and figure it out. Mike, random question, and I'm sure we'll talk about this as it gets closer, but guys are going through the combine process right now. The guys are going through that, that pre-draft process. Uh, you're kind of where I was about, I don't know, maybe seven, eight years ago where guys that you covered in high school, you covered them as recruits, uh, maybe you went to private workouts and have kind of really seen the evolution of them in terms of their football trajectory. I uh, think of like a Christian Gonzalez, a Marvin Mims. I know you were tweeting about th- those two guys specifically this week. Uh how cool is this for you now to really get to see the process from guys now when they're coming up to high school to where now these guys that you've covered maybe when they were freshmen or sophomores, and now they're going through the draft process? Yeah, I used to be a really big fan of the draft just because I like the draft, and now I'm a really big fan of the draft because I like watching the kids I covered and, and seeing their lives change and, and where they end up. And um, it, It's a really cool part of my job. It's, it's probably – one of my favorite parts. I, draft day has become really special for me. And it's, you know, not even the first round type of talents, but like, you know, seeing a kid that maybe, you know, I thought was, was a bit of an underdog in high school or something, went to a smaller college, get picked in the fifth or sixth round, something like that. I think it's just, it's really awesome. And it, uh, you know, it adds a, a real nice personal touch to what we do. Mike, let's get back to the class of 2024 for Texas real quick, and, and we'll end on this. Jarrett Gibson, uh, the number one ranked running back prospect in the country out of IMG. Steve Wiltfong has put in a crystal ball projection for Texas. Hudson Standish has put in a crystal ball projection for Texas. Where's your crystal ball on Jarrett Gibson, Mike? Yeah, I haven't put mine in yet, but I, I guess I should follow. We've been talking about Jarrett Gibson in Texas for well, it feels like months now. I think going back to uh, back to the late fall when I was talking to sources who were like, "Hey, we're pretty confident we're going to get Jarrett Gibson. We just think, you know, Tashar Choice is not going to be denied in this in this race." And um, I'm starting to believe that when people have confidence in Tashar Choice, uh, it, it's it's well founded, especially after what he did with Cedric Baxter, where he has been with Jarrett Gibson. If you talk to Jordan Davidson, the top running back in the country in 2025 out of modern day. He'll tell you that his best relationship is with the chart choice. I just think that he has become that elite national recruiter who, who kind of goes and gets his guys. So um, I haven't put one in yet. I probably should. Mine would be on Texas as of right now. I just think that's where the buzz has been uh, from the very beginning. And then, Mike, real quick, because for, for anybody that missed it, you were at the uh, the I-20 Coaches Clinic a couple of weeks ago to Shard Choice was one of the featured speakers. Uh, just his ascent from, you know, when Sark made that hire, I don't want to say anybody was down on it, but it was kind of like, okay, how is this going to work out? Mike, I, it's one of the best hires he's made in anywhere he goes, whether it's a recruit's living room or speaking to a group of high school coaches. Uh, he leaves a really strong, really good impression anywhere he goes. That's It's really surprised me just how much of an A-plus hire that's been. Yeah, I can't go back as far as like the Mac Brown staffs as far as me covering them. I will say, going back to basically from from the beginning of the Charlie Strong tenure till now, it's the best one of the best assistant hires I've seen made. I would put it up there with like probably Jeff Trailer and uh, man, that, like that that's kind of 
you know, uh, you know, the, the Jeff Banks, maybe Kyle Floods, those are, those are also were great hires, but this one was just, it, it was good because it wasn't on an initial staff. So it was something where Steve Sarkeesian had to adjust. I think he found a guy that gave the staff something that, that they didn't have um, as far as kind of that young energy and that juice. And he's been, he's left such an impression he is so so energetic, and when you hear him speak, like I, I kind of described him as like part stand-up comedian because he's funny, but he's also like a tip revival preacher. You know, he's he he just he he commands a room, and the, I think the best thing about him is he seems. And you talk to coaches, he's very authentic about it. There's no uh, nothing really safe to him. So yeah, he's made a, a huge impression on just about everybody he's come across. Good stuff as always with my man Mike Roach. Get him on Twitter at Mike Roach two four seven. That state of recruiting podcast. Anywhere you get your podcast, search Horns twenty four seven. It's Horns two four seven. No dashes, no slashes, no spaces needed. Just click that follow button. Get every episode of State of Recruiting when it drops. And you can always get his outstanding work at Horns247.com. He and Hudson Standish. Nobody better in the Texas market on the recruiting trail. And he is our recruiting editor at Horns247. He is Mike Roach. Mike, awesome stuff, man. Thank you uh, for taking a little bit of time out of your day to join us. And we'll do it again next week. No problem. Thanks, man. There he is, Mike Roach. The great Mike Roach. Uh, awesome, awesome stuff there talking. Kind of, it's what I love about having Mike as part of the show. You can go all over the board with Mike talking, uh, you know, some NFL draft stuff, out of state recruiting, uh, crystal ball projections, uh, makeup of the assistant coaches working for Steve Sarkeesian. So good stuff as always with my man Mike Roach.